Loudon Tech is back with the latest buzz from the world of technology and culture. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into topics such as COVID origins, audio technology, hacking, and much more. Before we dive back into more tech goodness, let's give a shout out to our fantastic sponsors and my personal favorite software in the entire universe, Mason. Picture this. A world where a solo founder can take on an e-commerce giant. Sounds like a superhero movie, right? Well, meet Mason. This AI shopping co-pilot is here to save the day. Mason swoops in to guide shoppers as they shop, making sure they find exactly what they're looking for. Did I mention it's like having a secret weapon against the Amazon tax? Oh, yeah. Mason will help you break free and skyrocket your sales. Head over to GetMason to join the revolution. That's GetMason.io. Hold on tight, folks, because this story is going to blow your mind. The Sunday Times Insight team just released a report that says Chinese scientists in Wuhan were trying to create a new mutant virus using deadly coronaviruses just when COVID-19 pandemic started. That's not it. The researchers were working with the Chinese army and funded by them to conduct dangerous experiments, even pursuing bioweapons. American investigators have said that this leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology started the whole pandemic. The report includes intercepted conversations, scientific research, and internal memos. Who knew viruses could be this dramatic? It's chaos in the world of mobile Reddit browsing. Some users are seeing weird this-looks-better-in-the-app banners and getting kicked out of their logged-in accounts. Is this the end of mobile Reddit as we know it, or just another glitch in the matrix? Only time will tell. Picture this. It's 2011, and Steve Jobs and Philip Schiller are sitting around sipping on their lattes and discussing whether or not Facebook should be able to embed apps in the iPad. They eventually say, okay, fine, but they must be native apps and not web apps. Oh, and they can't use Facebook's credit system. The big brains also talked about the difference between apps and web links, you know, like news sites in the Facebook app. In the end, they decided it all boiled down to whether the content was created by Facebook or by users. And that's the story of how Apple and Facebook became frenemies, not for a little while at least. Intel has done it again. They've developed a new way to power computer chips called backside power delivery. Imagine moving the power interconnects from above the silicon to below it. Crazy, right? But it works wonders. This technology results in less voltage droop and reduces interconnect congestion. And the cherry on top, it's got some of the smallest interconnects that spread out a bit, reducing parasitic capacitance that hinders performance. After testing processor cores, Intel has achieved more than a 6% frequency boost and more compact designs with 30% less power loss. This is a game changer, folks. And the exciting news is that Intel is presenting all the deets of the tests in Tokyo next week at the IEEE Symposium on VLSI Technology and Circuits. The Dutch government is proposing an addition to its Security Services Act that would allow them to gain automatic approval to intercept communications of hacking victims who are not targets. This could potentially have implications for Article 8 ECHR. So, essentially, if a group is targeted for hacking, the Dutch services gain automatic approval to also intercept the communications of victims of that group without any further approval process. The regulator is notified, but the non-targets still remain with no standards. Sneaky, huh? Linux 6.5 will compact with MIDI 2.0 driver to support higher resolution, better articulation, and reduce jitter. That's adding man. 
Sound Subsystem Maintainer, Takashi IY has queued up patches for the USB audio and raw MIDI drivers in Sound.Git for next branch. The release is expected early this summer. In today's tech news, we're exploring the wonderful world of QR codes. But wait, don't hit that snooze button just yet. We're not just talking about those boring black and white boxes you see around. We're talking about artsy and creative QR codes that'll make your mind boggle. And the secret behind this is stable diffusion. You don't need any custom models or complex designs. Just generate a QR code and then use stable diffusion to dress it up with IMG2IMG. The tutorial is straightforward and will guide you through the process with ease. The only catch, the success rate is one in four. So keep your fingers crossed and let your artistic side out to play. Looking for a way to entertain themselves, millions of Cubans were boosted out of boredom by accessing a special digital collection, El Paquete Seminole. This one terabyte package comes with TV series, music, movies, and much more. Interestingly, no pornographic material or anti-government views are part of it. The package is so useful that some speculate the Cuban government may have been involved in its creation. In a bid to create a government-sponsored version of this media package, the government recently tried launching their own called Mochila or Maltine. But it failed miserably and the people went right back to El Paquete Seminole. Who needs Netflix when they've got Cuba's own version? Move aside, Swift, there's a new kid on the block and it's called Mojo. This new language is inspired by Objective-C, but it's even better because it solves the two-language problem by jamming two languages into one. Mojo uses Python as its base, which means smoother interoperability and less headaches for you. And get this, Mojo makes the connection language the base language and has a few syntactic markers to indicate specializations instead of adding a whole second language. It's like Objective-C without the C, but better. So are you ready to slay with Mojo? Back in 1994, Amazon was just a small Seattle startup looking for some highly talented Unix developers to help pioneer online commerce. The call went out for individuals who knew how to design and build complex systems, had excellent communication skills, and held a degree in computer science or equivalent. If you could also swing a bit of familiarity with web servers and HTML, then that was a plus, but not a deal breaker. The compensation included meaningful equity ownership, and the company was even prepared to help cover moving costs for successful applicants. Who knew that this humble job listing would pave the way for one of the world's largest and most successful e-commerce platforms? If only we had a time machine to tell those applicants just how big Amazon was going to get. Interested in working for Amazon? Well, unfortunately for you, this job has been filled for quite some time. But who knows, maybe in the future they'll be hiring someone just like you. Ever wondered what the internet would look like without America? Well, a recent experiment by an author showed that if local traffic to the U.S. was blocked, accessing many popular websites like iCloud Mail, news outlets, and Netflix would become impossible. This is because the majority of the most visited websites in the U.K. are run by American companies. Did you know that there are no U.K.-operated websites found in the U.S.'s top 50? The experiment highlighted the geographic flexibility of large tech companies that can handle regional laws and requirements with ease. But small and medium-sized companies may face limitations due to their inability to cover costs associated with multi-region system architecture. Let's hope the Internet continues to encourage creativity, collaboration, and openness with or without America. Tech giants Amazon and Apple lost a class action lawsuit against them for allegedly conspiring to keep only high-priced Apple products on Amazon's platform.
The lawsuit stated that this was done to remove competition and inflate prices. Though the companies admitted to their agreement, the judge refused to dismiss the case, saying it is a matter to be decided by a jury. Looks like it's game on for this lawsuit. If you're tired of boring decision trees, this new repository called Trubomination on GitHub might pique your interest. It allows you to convert a scikit-learn decision tree into a TensorFlow Keras model. The result is a neural network with two neurons per decision node in the original tree. That's right, we're talking about a monstrous Trubomination, but don't take this too seriously as the repository itself warns that it's not intended for serious use. Nonetheless, it's a fun experiment to try out if you're looking to add some excitement to your decision trees. Happy coding! Are you ready for some tech treat? Then dig in as Debian New Herd 2023 has been freshly released. It's like catching a big fish in the Debian catchment area. This is a port release and not the official Debian release, but still it's a great catch for tech enthusiasts. The new herd is like a dream team of servers that gets together on the mock microkernel. It handles all the complex aspects of an operating system, kernel and file systems, network protocols, and many more cool features. So if you want to taste this delicacy that is served in a distributed fashion, get hold of Debian New Herd 2023 and treat your taste buds with some innovation and new tech flavors. Two British women visited Versailles in 1901, and boy did they have a wild time. They saw people in old-fashioned clothes, and even a servant delivering an urgent message gasping for breath. After penning down their memories, the women noticed something strange. They had different recollections of the same events. They suspected they had entered the mindscape of Marie Antoinette on the 109th anniversary of the storming of the Tuileries Palace. Their theory was met with a lot of skepticism, but they worked at it for nine years to gather evidence for their claim, and they co-authored a book called An Adventure. Oh, what an adventure it was. Their book was a hit, but people had other ideas. They accused the women of paranormal activity and even lesbianism. Who knew a trip to Versailles could be so wild? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Loud in Tech. Stay tuned for more exciting tech and culture news. 